Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. Hey everybody, we're excited today to share another therapist success story. I have the amazing Josie here um, who uh, came in to share her story. Thanks for being here today. You're welcome. Uh, do you want to introduce your, uh, your name, mm-hmm. where you're located, um, what your specialty is, and then your website address? Okay, so my name is Josie Bowling and I am in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I practice teen and family counseling is my specialty. And my website is www.josiebowling.com. Awesome. And why did you initially decide to go into private practice? Oh my gosh, that was so long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see, how did I decide to do that? I think I just really liked the work. I think that was just, I just love working with people and I had worked in, I had worked in um, treatment centers with teenagers and it was really clear that it was very unsustainable for me. Mm. And in terms of just, I love, I always said I like gave my blood <laughs> to that work. It was like fully, full transfusion. And I just, and that was, I think I was doing that like in grad school and part of my, some of my consultation hours And I could just see that no matter how much I loved this, that it was not going to align with the other goals of my life. Like people that were in um, the positions of either directors or lifetime counselors or whatever there, that it, at least in the model that I was working in, it seemed pretty unsustainable. It was clear to me, like these people were not, were on call. They weren't with their families. They, um, and it also felt kind of bubble-like too. So yeah. So anyway, I think the other part is that I loved working with kids and I felt really deeply that while this was effective for kids in crisis, I really questioned whether I couldn't position myself in um, the public where I could be uh, treatment before it ever got to that point. And that was a really big inspiration to me because I didn't really like the way that um, kind of the, the abrupt rupture of attachment that it seemed like a lot of these kids experienced from being taken from their families. And granted, some of them absolutely warranted that. Um, but I, also, I, I, I always was curious, like, well, what were all of the steps before we got to this? And could I, with what I know, prevent this? Because that was like not ideal for anybody. Really, you know, it was needed, and it's an important service. But I just was feeling like That's prevention, <laughs> like prevention, or even to have them have more skills, even if that, even if that was the dynamic of what needed to happen for them to change at some point. What if there had been more support along the way, so that kid came in or the family came in with different skills and a different foundation? You know, yeah. anything we can do to build that foundation is going to help with future treatment or shifts and such too. Totally. And there's this thing within treatment programs where it's really hard to create continuity because kids are brought like, because they are brought away from their town. Then the continuity of care, once they return home, you see a lot of attrition because there's not really a good establishment of um, a relationship with a family therapist to kind of help the gains and help the whole system really make the shifts 
in the environment. So that's, I got, that's what got me pretty psyched. Those two things, my own life sustainability. (laughs) (laughs) And the work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share um, when and why you decided to enroll in boot camp? Because you've been in practice for a long time. When and why? Okay. So I decided to enroll in boot camp last year. And part of it was I had, um, the lead up to it was that I had moved, I had left my full-time practice in California and my family, my husband and I had moved to Salt Lake when I was pregnant. So I totally dropped, totally naive move. Anybody wants to talk to me about that? I'll give you some. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. But I think what, what I did, and then I had twins. So I... Just a little time. I, I hear they're a little time consuming. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of time to like build a business. And so I did some online stuff. And then when it was really, when it was time that I, I started to see like, oh, I have space and time and I can start building my business back. I started trying to just use the skills that I had. But what I really lacked was the same amount of time to network because I couldn't suddenly, I had two kids and a house to run and things like that. And there was no way that I was going to like rebuild relationships that I had in the community before where I had gone to grad school I had mentors, I had done trainings, I had done workshops, I knew people in all different, such a deep web of community that was feeding my practice. And so I didn't have that. And so it was really clear to me that I needed more skills to kind of, to really promote my business. And with this new kind of like, time. Yeah. Yeah. So I had tried to do it on my own and I kept like, cresting. I was like eh, eight to 10 clients a week. I was like, this is not really paying the bills. <laughs> so, How long is this going to happen? And it, I just watched it. It kind of never moved. Mm. And so I just thought, oh, I need, I need something different. Um, and so. what does your practice look like today, a year later? So totally full and a wait list. And I, to be, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Versus <laughs> like watching it. I mean, I could not move the dial. I was not moving it. It was not happening. And it didn't matter like how many lunches I went or like, I just, I don't know. And I, so it's hard for me. There were really some fundamental things that I did. And I think it's kind of like a coat. It's like a few strands of things that kind of came together for me. Um, But yeah, having, I mean, to be I, I do 15 to 20 clients a week and 20 is like the outside. Like that's not what I really want to be doing. Yeah. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's great. Okay. And, but that's a huge difference, right? When we talk about oh, yeah. like base expenses, right? Sometimes you hear therapists are like, can we save a quarter percent on our credit card processing? But they're half full, like eight clients versus 16 clients a week. Mm-hmm. That quarter percent, like you, maybe it matters, but like maybe the issue is just that like your marketing needs to be on, on practice so, right. or on, on track. Um, what were the biggest takeaways that you got from boot camp in particular that you feel like were part of getting your practice to where it needed to be? So um, the, I think one of the biggest things was getting the push to get my revamp my website. That was huge. I think that that has made such a big difference. And also, it was funny. So that, and then I think also this revisiting this piece around specializing, mm-hmm. because I, it's so funny because I had done that years before where it was so clear to me that I, like what I do with teen and families is something that a lot of therapists don't do. 
And I, while I, my other specialty is I love working with trauma recovery, particularly sexual assault with young women. Mm-hmm. And, but that, that is like, that field is so saturated here. And, and so as soon as I got the courage through this work, through working with you again, like, okay, right. I really need to just be, have a name and get known in that way. It's too diluted to do both. I think I was, I was doing that like, oh, maybe I can do trauma and teens and, you know, holding this thing. And really what's happened is that I went totally to my website again, just completely teens. And I still have a trauma informed page that people find when they Google that, but that having that new, that updated website and having that, I think that clarity of like what I do has made all the difference in the world. I think that that has really, as soon as that came on, I saw an increase in my clients. Hey, it's Kelly. Are you enjoying today's episode? There is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision to setting your fee to getting you legally covered and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapist business school to get started. Yeah, and I feel like I remember when we first talked, because um, I think Uriah had referred you over, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Uriah and I had thought about you guys when we first started. We were like, well, maybe we should do this. And we were both like, ah, it's so, I don't know, it's a big commitment. And, and eventually we didn't. But then, yeah, you guys, you came back around. Time, I, you were right at the top of my mind. Yeah, and when we were chatting about the website in particular, there was like a but this is the website that built my practice before in California. And so there was this like very much of like, I don't want to break anything. I don't (laughs) want to like undo, like this is what made me successful. So I don't want to shift it. So that place that you got to of, of being able to kind of like go, it's going to be okay. It's okay to make a change and to adjust to my new surroundings and my new environment. Um, Because that place of like, looking at numbers and look and letting them inform and, and looking at, okay, well, and if I did change it and, and my, and my client load went dramatically down, then I could change it back. Mm -hmm. But like sitting and being stuck in it, right. Wasn't moving the dial. Like you were in other place and moving into other place. Yeah. Ah, Yeah. I love it. So it's fun. I mean, and still to be fair, like there's still like so many website tweaks. Like there were some adjustments that you gave me that I still haven't made yet. I'm like, those are great ideas. (laughs) Like but I've got but suddenly my time frame, all that time I was spending revamping it, I started getting clients. And so now I have to kind of rework my schedule so that I can like work on the business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a um and I think that piece, right, it, sometimes, like, change takes time for sure, but especially when your business is already established, mm-hmm. when you make the right changes, it's amazing how quickly that can uptake, right? Yeah. Um, and it's, a, it's so scary to do that, but then when it happens, it's like, oh, like the relief happens quickly as well. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to, um, to other people who are trying to figure out like 
you know, people ask us all the time, like, I'm already established. I know a lot about private practice. Like, is this really worth like doing this investment? Is this just going to be a rehash of all the stuff that I already know? Mm -hmm. What would you say to people who are in that same space of going like, does this make sense to invest in a program like this? Yeah, and like no, no hesitations. Because I feel like I've got skills from you guys. And with this program, like, oh my gosh, I went through a quarter of it. I, and I'm so ready, like this week, this year, I'm like, okay, and now I'm going to do this quarter of this stuff. So um, yeah, I just feel like for figuring out how to run a business that is sustainable um, and is going to like ebb and flow with the, with the, um, with the ups and downs of life for me, it was really clear. Like, um, so my mom passed away last year and it was really epic. <laughs> it was like, and I left, I actually dropped my practice to a certain degree so that I could go and be with my mom. And it was really through in my face, like how vulnerable my income is when I'm not present. And I kind of knew that, but I hadn't lived through it. And so I feel like one of the things now with bootcamp is that it's really gives me the skills to figure out how to make a business that can ride through those natural ups and downs. Cause I really hadn't looked into that piece. And I would say that's really my growing edge. Like I've ticked the dial a little bit, but that's really where I'm going to is like, how do I make this business support me even when I have to step away for life? So that's what I'm like, that's like the horizon. I'm like, I want to get there. And it's these little, like, I feel like you guys do such a great job. It's like these, they're, it's not magic. It's like these really good um, day-to-day practices around like my bookkeeping and looking at my numbers and making plans for the year and stuff like that, which I'm, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't toot my horn about being successful at all right now, but, but it's there. Like there's maybe like little micro steps and I can see like, okay, if I just keep doing these things, I can get that goal of having a good retirement, being able to step away if my kids are sick or we have three other grandparents in the picks. Like I'm going to have to step away at some point. So I don't know what that looks like, but I feel really confident that the skills that you guys give me is going to be able to, I'm going to be able to ride it through if I use that. I I love, I'm like crying right now. (laughs) Like the way that you said that of like, that like we say all the time, it's not magic, but it's not magic, but it's these day-to-day practices. Yeah. Yeah. These day-to-day practices in alignment with what do I need for my life? Mm -hmm. How can I make a big impact in my community? How can I just, make sure that everything's aligning. I'm taking care of my family's taking care of my clients are taking care of like, where, where's that sweet spot mm-hmm. you know, in that space. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that just makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, where's that? When you said that, I was like, Oh, where is the, how do I adjust to the constantly moving sweet spot too? Cause right? that's like a mom, when you have a family, you're running, like everything's tweet. It's always shifting. And so that's like, how do I stay agile enough to like respond to like what I need in the summer versus what I need to be doing in the, in the, winter and versus now there is it's like it's always shifting and so being able to stay grounded within that is challenging so it is well and it's funny because people will often um when i interview them they'll say you know i know you said it's lifetime access and we can repeat the program but like so that means it wouldn't work the first time (laughs) (laughs) and we're like and it's like trying to explain to people like no it's not that it didn't work yeah it's the agility. It's that life shifts and changes. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, um, especially initially when people are, are building businesses, they, they put themselves at the, like you said, 20 is my edge. 
right? Mm -hmm. Of clients. Mm -hmm. 15 is kind of like more of the sweet spot. Yeah. Everyone starts at 20 because they feel really uncomfortable with the idea of seeing 15, not realizing there's a lot that goes into your bookkeeping and to like responding to phone calls and making sure your paperwork is up to date and, you know, all the things that go into running your business and they, and they don't realize that that staffing that you had when you worked at an agency or at a treatment center or what have you, Mm -hmm. there's staff that was taking care of all these moving parts and you have to either create space for you to do it yourself or you have to create money for you to be able to outsource it. Right. Those are it. Those right. are it. Those are your only options. And that's and- my problem right now. Like that's where I'm like, okay, cool. We're there now. Now I have to figure out this problem. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like. I have to go back and use all your numbers and all the skills. And, you know, maybe the answer is I don't move beyond this. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but I don't. Be- yeah. Maybe the answer is that you have a group practice, right? right? Maybe. Maybe the answer is that you move into like doing groups with teens or doing groups with families and having some shifts with that. Um, Maybe the answer is that you have a book uh, training and you start training other therapists um, to do this intensive work and this unique model that you use with teens. Right. Isn't it great? Right. It's kind of maybe I just get a VA. (laughs) (laughs) Or you just get a VA. I just get a VA and then I do then you can do then I could do more like 20, 25. But it's clear to me to do all the pieces that I have right now, like that that oscillation, like Yeah. And the fact that now, like you know in boot camp, there's a whole module on how to hire a VA, right? Like here's the piece and here's how you can use the trainings and here's how to record videos for them and create a process so that if your VA leaves, you don't have to keep retraining someone over and over right. again, right? All those different yeah. moving parts. Oh, I haven't even looked at that yet. See? Yeah. Ah, so see? Get you. <laughs> you're like, because there's like, a, it's probably less than 25% of boot camp that you've done logistically. When that yeah, probably. Percentage in the top, where it's like, you've done 3% of boot camp. You're like, how? Yeah. 3%? Because of the wikis of all that stuff that we have yeah. back there. Yeah. Well, I know that you only carved out you were only able to carve out the 15 minutes today, but I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your story and journey. Um, and that vulnerability too, of just sharing the piece with the, the shift of moving and you're losing your mom and having babies and how you've been able to have those experiences really inform your life and get you to this grounded place. And, um, I just want to say thank you for sharing your story today. Honestly, thank you. Fun. Looking forward to it in a few weeks. Of course. And then, do you want to repeat your um, your website address again? Yeah, it's uh, www.josiebowling. Um, J O S I E B O H L I N G at gmail dot no dot com. Excuse me. That would be my. Don't email. Don't nobody emailing. Dot com. You can email me. That's fine. <laughs> Be careful with that. We've had people that have said, like, just email me questions. Oh, really? Stuff in boot camp. And then people are like, and I spent two hours with this person. I'm like, don't do that. Like, yeah. that's not okay. Go to my website, josiebowling.com. Go to my website. You can check her out. Like, it's all good. Yeah. Um, again, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, today. thank you. See you later. So there it is. You've heard just one more story about the Business School Bootcamp for Therapists. It's our year-long, powerful online business training system built specifically to help therapists grow happy, thriving, sustainable private practices that their clients love. Bootcamp is uh, starting again soon. 
You can learn all about it at bschoolbootcamp.com forward slash about. And while you're there, you can schedule an interview. It is a no pressure interview where we get to know exactly what you're looking for. And we'll point you in the right direction one way or the other. We just want to help more therapists have more joy, help more people in private practice. So go to bschoolbootcamp.com forward slash about today. Check it out and schedule your interview. We are enrolling right now for 2019. We have sold out six times already. And um, yeah, once we sell out, we won't open again until 2020. We would love to work with you this year. Check it out. bschoolbootcamp.com forward slash about. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable, profitable solo or group practice. Head over to zinnime.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.